Welcome everybody to another episode of Nights at the Podcast. Well, today it's going to just be me. I am Dave D. Saint, um, Logan LeBeau, uh, uh, was it Gus J. Swirl777, and the other fellows aren't here. Um, I decided to go solo and do it myself. Uh, you know, uh, it's nothing better than doing things yourself, you know, getting things done. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna, um, speak about other, other than you do the questionnaire and, um, have people give their insights and stuff like that on certain things. I'm just going to talk about some kind of like what we used to do, you know, just talk about the news that has been dropping and stuff. But before that, um, I just want to talk about, you know, uh, some of the brand new trailers that have dropped. So you guys can know a little something, something about what we're looking forward to in this, uh, um, you know, in the upcoming days. So the first uh, trailer I want to talk about is New Gods Neza Born. So yes, uh, Neza, I think it's called New Gods Neza Reborn. So this is a movie. Or a TV show, I believe it's my. I think it's a TV show coming to Netflix, um, and it's straight up Japanese. Uh, the CGI in this movie is so amazing; um, makes me want to watch it. I mean, I wish it was uh, American, uh, you know, English, so I can easily understand it better. I know a lot of people love the whole Japanese um, speaking with the subtitles and stuff like that. I personally am not too fond of it. I like to watch I like to watch things comfortable and I have to read back and forth. But, you know, it is what it is and I'm not going to go crazy on it. Um but I'll definitely check it out. Let you guys know what it what it's like, you know. Um So yeah, being that I'm all alone this time and you know I'm trying to give you guys a show. I'm going to extend a little bit. I know I said that we usually just do uh you know, we do four trailers now and stuff like that, but I'm going to send it a little further uh, so you guys can, you know, have a show here. Um, but yeah, New Gods, Knees Are Reborn, something to look forward to. It's going to be on Netflix, shameless plug. Uh, next trailer that I'm going to talk about, uh, Jason Momoa, starring Jason Momoa on this uh, new movie that's coming out on Netflix. Um, obviously, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, uh, Amazon Prime. And, you know, whatever else is out there, Paramount Plus and all that stuff, they are literally fabricating and um, working on their own movies so you guys can have something to watch on, watch while you guys are stuck at home, you know, during this pandemic. I mean, the future of uh, movies is pretty much going to be streaming. So, um, I, I mean, I wish that it never happened like that. I, I love going to the movies. Um, but you know, if that's how it's going to be, it's going to be. So sweet girl is going to be, uh, starring Jason Momoa. Um, and it looks like, uh, there's people break into his house and they try to take his family or kill his family or something like that. And, um, he literally goes on a vengeance, uh, crusade or something. Um, the trailer doesn't really give much. It's only like a brief teaser for, um, you know, their new movies, new, it's, it's this big old uh, trailer that came out earlier this year where they released a whole bunch of trailers all together. Um, you know, you got you know, DiCaprio coming out in a movie for um, Netflix. You got The Rock. You got a whole bunch of people doing uh, Gal Gadot doing a whole bunch of movies straight up for Netflix. I mean, like I said, it's Netflix is going to be, I mean, stream is going to be the next big thing. Pretty soon theaters are going to go out of business. Um, next thing that we're going to talk about next trailer is going to be called Frank of Ireland. It is out right now on Amazon Prime. I believe it's a TV show. It is a TV show based in Ireland, obviously. It's called Frank of Ireland. Uh, the only person that I really know in this show is, um, I think his name is Dominic Domhole or something or... I'm sorry, I don't really know his name. He was in the Harry Potter movies. So, um, he's starring in this show. Uh, let me see, Frank of Ireland. Oh, sorry, I just need to know his name. Um, his name is Dom, Dom Hall Gleason. Sorry, I totally messed up his name. 
Tom Hall Gleason and his real-life brother, I believe, Brian Gleason. Um, at 32 years old, Frank is newly single and lives at home with his mother, a self-proclaimed musician with a tenuous hold on reality. His loyal best friend, Doofus, has a full-time job of clearing up the debris left in his wake. So um, this, I did see the trailer. It looks pretty funny. I'm eager to watch it. Um, but And I actually saw uh, some kind of a documentary or um an interview where they spoke about uh no they were on 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 jimmy kimmel or something like that or jimmy or jimmy fallon and they spoke about it and it looks like it's it's promising so definitely i'm gonna give it a check it out and i'm gonna let you guys know what i thought about it because it's uh we are looking towards good tv so yeah so um the next trailer we're gonna talk about is the Star Wars The Bad Batch. So uh, this show is actually now on Disney Plus. Actually, I think it's the, it's a, the second episode just was just released today. Um, I know it picks up, from what I understand, it picks up after the Clone Wars series ended. Um, I'm not really familiar with... I know the movies of Star Wars. I have to actually do a marathon on the Star Wars TV shows, the cartoon shows, because from what I hear, they're all amazing, and they're, they go further deep into the, the, the Star Wars mythos, like, um, they speak about Obi-Wan, and, and Darth Vader, or Anakin Skywalker, and you expand, it expands the, um, the series more, I know that the Mandalorian, they adopted the Mandalorian show. Brought in a lot, a lot of the characters from the cartoon show. So I definitely have to, you know, watch these because, I mean, they look really, really phenomenal. The the Bad Batch started streaming. Uh, I believe it was last week. Um, so it's definitely up there. So you, you know, shameless plug. Go watch it. If you have anything, uh, you know, any news on it, let me know. We we like to hear the the, the feedback. Next trailer that we're going to talk about is Resident Evil The Village, which is Resident Evil 8, which just released uh, yesterday, I believe. Um, I saw the trailer. Obviously, I'm a big Resident Evil fanatic since day one. I remember the first game that I played was Resident Evil 2 back for the, um, I believe it was for the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Or, yeah, PlayStation Two, I forget which one it was, but I know that I played it at my friend's house, fell in love with the game, had to buy it for myself, and then I saw that I was playing Resident Evil 2, so obviously there was a first, so I went and I bought Resident Evil 1, and um, very different games, but at the same time very similar, um, then Resident Evil 3 came out, and you know, Code Veronica X, and then um, I believe it was before... Uh, the the next gen consoles had came out and they decided to remake uh, Resident Evil One um, with I think it was for the GameCube, yeah for the GameCube and then later on they it was released on PlayStation Four in a dual pack along with Resident Evil Zero. So obviously I have those. I have a crap load of them. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely excited for Resident Evil 8. Uh, it looks like they're dealing with mythological monsters this time, not so much zombies. I saw what looks like, obviously, we know that there's like the lead villainess. She's like, what, seven feet or nine feet tall or something from what I understand. I read, um, and she's a vampire. And some of the other footage, you actually see there's like a werewolf and some kind of like a mermaid uh, within the game. So obviously, I think they're obviously way far from the whole zombie aspect of things from when it started. They're kind of expanding into other types of viruses and other types of worlds and mythological things. It looks like um, there's a new character, I guess, in the last game, Seven, which I still haven't played. Yes, I know. I'm ashamed. I believe. 
believe it's following his story, Alex Winters, is it? Or something, Winter, Ethan Winters. And um, at the end of the trailer, it looks like he's on the floor and um, there's somebody standing and he says to the guy, he says to whoever's at the door, you killed whatever her name is, now kill me. I'm wondering if that's Chris Redfield or one of the original characters because, I mean, this was a story about these guys. I mean, I would like to see them come back at one uh, at whatever point. So, I mean, I guess I'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm, I still, you know, don't know much about it. I still haven't played Seven. So, I um, mean, I do have them. I mean, I have a huge Resident Evil collection. Trying to catch up with all that stuff. Same time, watch TVs and movie. And, and, you know, be able to do the podcast and let you know what I thought about all this stuff. Next trailer that I'm going to talk about is Sweet Tooth. Um, this is an indie comic. Um, don't know much about it. I know that there's a little boy that's like half goat or fawn or whatever the case may be. It's like they're, they're known as hybrids. And um, it's people who are born half human half uh, or half with DNA of an animal. Um, I know that Netflix picked it up. And I know that this is directed by the Downies, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, I believe her name is Susan Downey. So they, they're executive producers. I don't know if I said directed, I'm sorry. They're executive producers to this TV series. And it looks like it's full of action. I mean, right now we are living in the midst of a great time uh, for cinematic um, um, viewing, you know. The CGI and, and, and all the technology is so updated that we can just about have anything out there. You know, like Jupiter's Legacy just came out, although it's getting very bad reviews. Um, you know, I'm still going to check it out. We got so many other things that are coming out right now. You know, Invincible is on Amazon and, you know, you got all these others, TV series, The Boys. Uh, so we're living during, in, in the midst of, yeah, we're living in the midst of a pandemic, but um, we're also getting very good entertainment and things look like they're going up. So hopefully, you know, we, we, things tend to go back to normal and we start getting way better. Um, you know, we can go back to the movie theaters and start seeing this stuff in the theaters as it's supposed to be. So yeah, the next trailer that we're going to talk about is West Side Story, a Steven Spielberg film. So this movie is based on a 1961, uh, f musical, uh, that starred, uh, what's her name? Um, Natalie Wood and George Chakris. Uh, and it's pretty much a, a, a gang, two opposite gangs, and they're at war with each other. Pretty much, I'll just read the synopsis. A musical in which a modern-day Romeo and Juliet are involved in New York street gangs on the harsh streets of the Upper West Side. Two gangs battle for control of the turf the situation becomes complicated when a gang when gang members fall in love with each other's rival sister uh wait gang members falls in love with the rival sister so uh i'm assuming that this is going to follow the same storyline obviously um Steven Spielberg is going to put his own twist on things uh, because that's just how things are nowadays. They're not just going to make a movie just to remake it. He's going to end up doing little things here and there that are going to add, you know, spice to the to the story. Um, you got uh, what's his name? Um, the kid from Dri Baby Driver who is going to be playing the lead character. Uh, so. We know that he's a good a good actor, so I know that he's gonna bring the goods. Uh, other than that, I'm not really too familiar with anybody else that's in the movie. Ansel Elgort. Um, so we're just gonna have to wait and see what this movie's gonna bring. I mean, I know that it's a Steven Spielberg film, so I know it's gonna bring the goods. So let's just wait and see. This this trailer that dropped was just a teaser trailer. It wasn't nothing big, so we don't know much about you know what what the movie's gonna bring or how much are they gonna change but we know it's gonna be a musical next trailer we're gonna talk about is wrath of man now i believe this is the third movie that um 
Jason Statham or Statham. I forgot. I don't. I don't know how you pronounce it. I would have to look that up. This is the third movie that he does with this director, Guy Ritchie. I believe the first one was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and later on he did Snatch. Now, uh, Guy Ritchie is well known for his his films. Uh, his there are always like European films, UK. Um, just recently he started doing. Well, not recently. A few years ago he kind of started doing uh, the whole American scene with uh, the Sherlock Holmes movies and he did a few other movies that you know were hit, were big hits here but um, you know he, he hasn't gone back to his roots uh, uh, you know the first movie he did that going back to his roots was The Gentleman and you know he does these, sat these satire films where um, he involves so much stories the, the story is so rich it's so pure and um, they're very complex and convoluted, but it's such a thrill to watch this director and his directing, his writing, and the way everything goes back and forth. And then finally, at the end, you get that big ass payoff. So Wrath of Man is his next entry that just released today, I believe. Um, as a matter of fact, I spoke to one of my friends earlier. He told me that the movie was amazing. Uh, I have to definitely check it out. I was looking at the trailer. It looks like, um, you know, Jason Statham does what he does best, just kick some butt. Um, so I'm definitely interested in watching this movie. I will let you know what I thought of it. Um, I know I'm going to love it because Jesus said I'm never misses. Next trailer I'm going to talk to you about is A Quiet Place to the final trailer. I really didn't look at the trailer because I've seen this movie already. <clears throat> I, um, about, what was it, last year, um, March, before the pandemic shut everything down, I went to Brooklyn, New York to go see uh, Raw Alive uh, in Brooklyn. I got to see that. Uh, four days later, I went back to New York um, to go see the premiere of A Quiet Place. I had no idea that I was actually watching the premiere. I thought it was just going to be, you know, we were going to see the movie ahead of everybody. But then all of a sudden, I find out that there's actual stars they're like, uh, I, I, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but J Jimon Hassan, which is, uh, he's been in a bunch of movies like Constantine. He was in <clears throat> Captain Marvel, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He was in uh, Shazam. <clears throat> he's been in a crap load of movies. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Killian Murphy was in it as well. I saw him like run to his car. John Krasinski actually came out and he did this whole uh, special presentation on what we were going to watch and why he did the sequel and blah, blah, blah. I believe Blunt was also there, but I did not get to see her. I saw the little girl from the movie, the death girl. She was actually sitting down in front of the audience. Obviously, we saw the movie. Uh, the movie was supposed to release that weekend. Unfortunately, the pandemic shut everything down and everything's been, you know, postponed. So everything's getting released little by little. And, um, it just so happens that supposedly this movie is supposed to either release today or next week. I forget what it is is but i know that i saw the movie the movie is definitely intense um definitely worth the watch if you saw the first one this one doubles the 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 suspense um uh, there's three actual different stories going on at one time and one thing that i loved about this movie was the soundtrack the musical soundtrack in the back of the movie just drives the whole story it pushes you and it keeps you in suspense um i do have to say that these movies always tend to leave room for more um but i don't know if john krasinski would be interested in coming back for a third um but yes movies definitely worth the watch it, 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 you'll see it's definitely worth the wait because we've been waiting forever so like I said, um, trailers out for the final trailer, um, but the movie's definitely worth to watch, worth the watch. So, final trailer I'm going to talk about is the Marvel Phase Four trailer, which was um, something that dropped a little earlier this week, which was pretty much uh, a trailer for the 
upcoming movies just to let you know the dates of the movies and um and and what you know they dropped a little teaser in there of something so the movie the trailer starts off with pretty much giving you uh, a synopsis or a back it kind of gives you um all, a history of all the marvel movies that have come out you know till now you know it gives you uh, all the build up to the the final movie which was Endgame and they, they even show you a little clip of the actual of actual people sitting inside the theaters watching the culmination of when Captain America hears the first uh hears Falcon say on your left and then the orbs opening up and you know Black Panther and everybody walking out and just everybody going nuts in the theaters which was an amazing amazing um, um, feet, you know, it was an amazing moment in time. Uh, so then after that, it just shows you the Marvel insignia and what's to come next. You know, we have uh, Black Widow, which is the next movie that drops next, and it gives you the dates. After that, uh, was Shang-Chi, um, and, and the next, the movie after that, which dropped, you know, showed a little snippet of the trailer and then gave you the date. And finally, the movie that we've been waiting for for a very very long time to see at least a little snippet or a trailer um you see a person it's almost like they're in uh the the like what is it the cowboy era you know they're out there in the desert or maybe in a um, deserted area and then you see um Angelina Jolie holding this beautiful sword, you know, she, I guess she's fighting somehow, whatever, and then as you see the title Eternals, and then you see little more snippets of people running back and forth, and then you see uh, Nanjani, the, uh, I forgot his name, he's an Indian actor, Nanjani something, he's in it, and, and, and then after that, they just, you know, you're thinking that the trailer's about to finish, but no, they show Spider-Man No Way Home, the, the just the name, because the movie's still in production, and they drop the dates, and then everything else that's coming that we are waiting for, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and so on and so on. So, uh, that was, that trailer just, you know, it just leaves you with this, your heart beating. You're so excited because, you know, we, we've, we want to see what's next. You know, obviously Disney has been giving us, Marvel has been giving us all these beautiful shows like WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier and up next is going to be Loki. But, you know, they're pretty much letting us know that, yeah, we're still doing movies, too. So, yeah, you might love the TV shows, but the movies are still coming out. So, yep, that has been all the trailers that I'm going to talk about this week. Um, uh, go check them out. They are on, you know, YouTube and all that other beautiful stuff. And, you know, let me know what you thought about them. So, obviously, today I am doing everything by myself. Uh, the guys are in here. So, um can't do the questionnaires for, you know, certain TV shows or trailers that I had in mind to talk about. Um, but I do have news that has dropped that I want to, you know, just read it to you guys and, you know, let's see what's going on. Amelia Clark, Amelia Clark made famous for her role as, um, the, you know, Daenerys, Daenerys, uh, um, in, what is her name? Daenerys Targon? I forgot, I forgot how to pronounce that, her last name. But she's the, the, the queen of dragons, the mother of dragons in, um, in Game of Thrones. You know, Amelia Clark joins cast for obviously Secret Evasion. The next, um, um, Marvel Disney Plus series. And a lot of people are speculating that she's going to be a scroll. Who knows? But Amelia Clark is gorgeous. So it was just, you know, anybody who's anybody in, um, you know, in Hollywood is definitely going to end up on Marvel's pay, you know, pay rate. You know, they're going to be getting checks from Marvel because it's just that's how it is. Um, there's no information on Secret Evasion unless you already know the comic book history. I don't know. I just know that, uh, obviously the scrolls invade somehow or something, or they've been here this whole time. I don't know. 
But uh, that's something to look forward to. I'm definitely excited for it. Uh, moving on, will Dave Batista play Bane? So from what I understand, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is supposed to be, uh, you know, Dave Batista's last entry. Who knows if he's going to re-sign. Uh, but nobody has really talked about him in um in in different in you know coming back or whatever there was a uh, talks of uh Drax and Mantis having their own TV show but uh it hasn't been brought up so you know a lot of people are speculating that maybe he'll clear up his his contract will clear up and he'll be able to go and play Bane um for maybe uh the Batman somewhere down the line or maybe another Suicide Squad movie. But definitely, you know, um, Dave Batista is, his contract is already cleared up. And, um, you know, same thing goes for James Gunn. Will James Gunn end after the third film? You know, right now they're shooting the third film. Um, is he done with it or are they planning on doing a part four who knows you know we still got the holiday special coming out we got guardians of the galaxy three so let's see what's gonna happen moving on hawkeye which is for marvel disney plus has wrapped jeremy renner um states it so on his ig so right now i'm pretty sure they're just putting in the finishing touches because obviously we need this show you know we need to see because supposedly, from what I understand, um, the next Avengers movie is going to be Young Avengers, and and uh, Haley Steinfeld is supposed to be taking over. You know, so um, what's going to happen next? You know, right now, supposedly they finished wrapping up, so I'm definitely excited for this scene. The history, the what's next for us, Hawkeye. Uh, continuing on, Rocky Four is now called Rocky versus Drago, the ultimate director's cut. After Stallone went back, added scenes, took out stuff, and touched it up, touched up on things. So um, now that everybody's getting reboots and remakes and all that stuff, some directors are deciding to go back and retouching some of their favorite movies and you know re-releasing them. Like The Godfather had uh, a re-release, um, Godfather Three, I believe. And now, I don't know why um, Sylvester Stallone would go back and touch a movie that was probably the best one in the series. But supposedly, there, he added some things and took out some stuff. Um, supposedly, he took out the robot that Paulie had. I don't really know why he would do that. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie. But I don't know. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see when the movie drops. Um, next bit of news that Disney is bringing to you, Hocus Pocus 2 gets new director, Adam, Adam Shankman's schedule is too busy with Enchanted 2, so, and Fletcher is going to be taking the reins and directing Hocus Pocus 2, um, I wasn't too much of a fan of the original Hocus Pocus, I wasn't, I liked Enchanted, but um, I don't know anything about uh, Anne Fletcher and what she has done. I will have to look her up and see if she can do justice to Hocus Pocus 2. Maybe, maybe make it a little better. I don't know. You guys might know more than I have. Alrighty, moving on. Joe Taslim, who uh, Joe Taslim, who played Sub Zero, has signed on for four sequels of Mortal Kombat if the movie performs good. And a sequel is greenlit. So nobody really knows yet. Uh, Warner Brothers hasn't confirmed anything as of yet. Uh, maybe because the reviews weren't so good. But um, the, the action was there. The nostalgia was there. We spoke about it last podcast. Um, so I guess uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Cross our fingers and see if they'll fix the stuff that was wrong, you know. So, yeah, he was hoping to see in the future of Mortal Kombat. So now that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is done and the show is now now is going to be called Captain America and the Winter Soldier, um, they have greenlit Captain America 4, which is in the works with Anthony Mackie. Um, <clears throat> do you guys like this? Uh, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I loved um, you know, Anthony Mackie as Captain America. I just wish he had powers because all he has is those flying wings. Um, but I mean, 
I guess they can make it work. It. Moving on, The Flash has a teaser trailer. So, um, The Flash, the movie, it, with Ezra Miller, is actually being shot right now, alongside with Black Adam. So, uh, they released a little teaser of, uh, of the actual name, The Flash, you know. And it became a big thing when it dropped. So, I'm definitely excited for it. Hopefully, you guys are too. Uh, this is going to be an amazing story that we're going to be seeing with the whole crossover, you know, Flashpoint Paradox thing. So, I'm very excited for that. Um, I don't know why WWE has released this uh this this trailer or teaser but it looks like Eva Marie who was you know when I first started watching wrestling back in 2015 um started watching wrestling again back in 2015 Eva Marie was all the rave she had this whole thing called all red everything she was beautiful gorgeous body you know she had the makers of the next top you know, diva or, or women's, you know, but, um, the last that I saw of her, her and Roman Reigns were being suspended for, um, not because they did it together, but, um, they were both being suspended for 30 days for some kind of, uh, substance abuse or whatever the case, um, Turns out that she never came back. She went on. She did her own thing for how many ever years. Um, uh, we we saw her in the show uh, Total Divas and all this other stuff. She went and she became her own model. Um, she, you know, training, uh, you know, physical fitness trainer and all this other stuff. Selling her uh, her own products. She was able to open up her own line of products and stuff. But pretty much we haven't heard anything of her wrestling or anything like that. But all of a sudden, WWE is dropping this little uh, commercial um, thing or a promo of her saying, have I gotten your attention? Like stealing uh, Batista's, uh, you know, when, when Batista uh, beat up Ric Flair and was calling out Triple H, he kept saying, did I get your attention? Did I get your attention? This is the same thing that freaking uh, Eva, Eva Marie is saying. So, honestly, I don't know why they brought her back. She wasn't all that great. She was gorgeous, but she wasn't all that great. Uh, a lot of people hated her character. They hated that she couldn't wear, um, wrestle. So, I don't know what she's doing back here. Maybe she's going to be a villain again. Who knows? I don't know. But I think it's really stupid that um, WWE released a crap load of, of superstars and they're bringing stuff that really didn't work out in the first place. And I don't know. Let's just wait and see. Continuing on. So the Oscars happened this past week. Um, controversy against Anthony Hopkins winning the Oscar for the father over Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So I did see Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and I thought that um, Chadwick Boseman did an amazing job for his last performance. Having seen Anthony Hopkins as the father, um, all I know is that uh, this wasn't a, a racial thing because there was literally like six people. There were five people that were being nominated for special performances um, just because the black community doesn't agree with certain things doesn't mean that we have to gift somebody with an award just because you want us to force it. No, um, I believe Chadwick Boseman did an amazing you know, an amazing, amazing role. But from what I understand, um, Anthony Hopkins delivered another flawless, um, you know, performance. Um, even so that Anthony Hopkins went online and he praised Chadwick Boseman for what, you know, whatever he did. I haven't seen the actual praise, but I know that he did it because um, I, I was researching this stuff earlier before I went on. Um, I don't think it's you know, a racial thing. It's just, that's the way the cookie crumbles, man. You know, some people win some, some people lose some. And unfortunately he did not, you know, just because he passed away doesn't mean that we should just gift him with the award. You know, uh, I feel bad for, 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 you know, for the family and stuff like that. And he was 
taken away too soon because, I mean, come on, man. This guy was too young, but, you know, uh, he left a legacy. Moving on, uh, Chloe Zhao, first, first Asian woman, won for Best Director for Nomadland, which also won for Best Picture. Her next project is Marvel's The Eternals. So, at the Oscars, Chloe Zhao won for Nomadland. And she made history for being the first Asian woman, let alone being a woman, winning uh, Best Director. And, you know, her movie actually winning Best Picture. So, the next project would be Marvel's Eternals. So, does that excite you for that? I mean, haven't seen Nomadland yet. Heard a lot of good things. But I'm definitely excited for Eternals. Moving on to Louis Tan, who also played Cole Young, stated that there are other fights we did not see in Mortal Kombat. Ah, man, why would you want to edit fights from Mortal Kombat? They should have had more fights. Movie should have lasted a little longer. That's that's all I'm saying. Um, and from what I understand, Adam Wingard is in talks to come back to direct the next MonsterVerse film. So he directed 2005's King Kong. He was supposed to do a sequel for 2005's King Kong, but they already had green lit the next MonsterVerse film, which was uh, Kong versus Godzilla, which he got to direct. And now he's being talked to come back to do the next one. Um, rumors are that Son of Kong it will be the next one, um, which I think is pretty stupid. I don't want him to involve Kong having a child. Maybe if they make the story a little better, but um, I want to see what's going to be who or what is going to be the next monster that Kong's going to fight. You know, because obviously if Kong has been greenlit for another movie, you know that Godzilla is being greenlit for another movie somewhere. Down the line. All right, moving on. NetherRealm Studios, responsible for Mortal Kombat and Injustice, are working on a Marvel game. Wow, it's made. For, it's going to be made for next gen consoles, so we're not going to be seeing it for PS4. We're going to be seeing it probably in the PS5 and whatever else. Ed Boon has been cited on Twitter posting stuff on Marvel. He's over here freaking hyping up the whole situation. So, um, I thought WB owned these Injustice and stuff. I don't know, but I know that if they do an Injustice versus Marvel, wow, that'll be insane. Um, so, let's just wait and see what drops, man. Still waiting on Injustice 3 trailer. I mean, Mortal Kombat 11 just finished um, its run, so Injustice 3 should be on its way. Moving on, Michael B. Jordan did not confirm nor deny if he would portray Superman. He later stated he is sitting this one out, but he is flattered his name is being mentioned. But then again, so many, uh, so many movie stars are always denying certain things, so people can be surprised when it actually happens. Uh, so Michael B. Jordan uh, is not ruled out yet, but. It, Obviously, we know that um, Henry Cavill is probably being um, scooted out and the whole Snyderverse is being scooted out after the Justice League uh, movie came out, you know, the Snyder Cut. Um, now, things, you know, WB wants to move on, move, move forward with further projects. And the next thing is going to be that they want to make a black Superman. So everybody's been tossing around Michael B. Jordan for the longest, uh, but... I don't think he wants to jump into the superhero scene just yet. Uh, moving on, Bedrock is coming with an adult. So Bedrock is going to be the new show. Uh, I guess it's going to be a sequel show because everything has to have a sequel of the Flintstones. And Pebbles is going to be an adult. And she's going to be voiced by Elizabeth Banks, who is better known as the new Rita Repulsa for the Power Rangers movie. And she's been doing a lot of movies like Pitch Perfect. And she was a director. And she was also in the new Charlie's Angels, which flopped really bad. Uh, but yes, Pebbles is an adult. And Fred, her father, is on the verge of retirement. So, um... Yeah, and it's called Bedrock, so I guess we're going to have to wait and see what that's going to bring, because I don't know. 
<clears throat> reviving a series as such as the Flintstones and doing your own thing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it worked. You know, Rugrats had them when they turned teenagers, I guess. I don't know. Moving on. Uh, Sony dropping a new TV series that it's coming out in August or being filmed in August called Silk. It's uh, an expansion of the Spider-Man verse. So, yeah, Silk is being into going into production in August. Moving on with some more DC news. DC Fandom returning with another virtual con for 2021. On 10, on October 16, 2021, we will see first official, hopefully we will we will see first official look at The Flash or Black Adam. Maybe we might even see Michael Keaton or Ben Affleck. What about more footage on The Batman? So, uh, yep, uh, stay tuned for that. October 16, 2021, DC Fandom drops again. Uh, moving on to some Marvel news, some Ironheart will be a six-episode series. Uh, Ironheart is the series uh, to follow Iron Man's story. Well, not Iron Man per se. It's going to follow up the, the girl who takes up the Iron Man mantle. Moving on, uh, this is still a rumor. Mandalorian has a game being developed. So, I mean, this is a rumor. Don't uh, don't go off hinges and go yay, but it's still a rumor. Uh, Invincible season two and three have been announced. So, if you are a fan of Invincible, uh, which is on Amazon Prime, um, yes, you will get to season two and season three. Uh, moving on, Titans will add Vincent Carthia. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, I know who it is. He's been, he was in the movie. Um, geez, I just blanked. Um, he was in a couple of movies that uh, are low budget films. You know, uh, they weren't always, he he was more of a, what's that called? An indie actor, you know, Um so let me just look it up really quick and I will let you know momentarily. He was in Alpha Dog, In Time, and Another Day in Paradise. And those are some of the movies that he was in. If you haven't seen those movies, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. But yes, he will be portraying Jonathan Crane, who is otherwise known as Scarecrow. So yes, stay tuned for that. Ava DuVernay. Reveals first look at Naomi, which will be on the CW. If you don't know anything about Naomi, it's another uh, indie comic. I don't know much about it. I was looking it up. It, she happens to be a black teenager. She has some sort of powers. Didn't really look much into it. But I will be looking up into it in the near future. Moving on to Morbius Delayed for a fifth time. But not by much. From what I understand, it's just a week. It's going to be in January 2022. So I'm um, still excited for it. Don't know if it's going to be part of the of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I do know that I, that I saw um, Michael Keaton in it. So And he was Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. So let's see. Moving on. Miss Marvel suit leaked online. Uh, pretty much... Looks just like uh, it would look in a comic book, uh, in the comic book form. Uh, moving on to Taika Waititi, almost done shooting Thor Love and Thunder. So uh, then it goes into post-production where they start, uh, you know, doing the editing process and stuff. So yes, we're definitely, from what he states, this is going to be the best Marvel movie yet. So, I mean, those are bold words. Let's just wait and see what he, if it's true. Moving on, Loki moving to Wednesdays in June. No longer will we see Marvel shows on Fridays. Well, for this one, it's going into Wednesdays. So um, that's kind of weird, you know. I love the whole Friday thing, getting a, the show at the end of the week. But, you know, whatever. Uh, a, couple of days, a couple of days earlier doesn't kill me. Disney has unveiled their first retractable lightsaber. Um... This thing looks awesome. Uh, I, I, obviously, you know, you still can't battle. You'll break them. But it um, looks really cool. I, I loved it. Andrew Garfield is still pressing on that he has never been called or was never called for Spider-Man 3. 
But yet, he went on another interview later on, and the interviewer said, never say never. So he just quoted uh, Justin Bieber um, in the Never Say Never song. So uh, I don't know. I guess more uh, movie stars who are just trying to confuse us and not give on that they're probably in the movie or whatever. Moving on to some more DC news, Tom Cavanaugh and Carlos Valdez will exit The Flash after the seventh season. Um, and I also heard that uh, Flash himself is probably going to be leaving soon. So what, what, how is this show going to make? It's crazy how, um, what's his name? Um, Stephen Amell left Arrow and he said, I just want to make room for the new heroes to come. And, you know, that's why I'm exiting. But he left and everybody else is leaving too. Like everybody's dropping like flies. Batwoman just got canceled. Supergirl got canceled. Um, and now what Flash should have been the one that continued it, but I don't know. Moving on, Mayans MC has been picked up for a fourth season. I still have not seen this se- this series. Um, I know that it's a spin-off series off of um, Sons of Anarchy, which I did see the whole thing and it was awesome. But I uh, definitely got to check this out. So um, House of Dragons has dropped their first look, which is a bunch of pictures of... The House of Dragons, which is, I believe, a spin-off series of Game of Thrones. And maybe we're going to see the history behind Daenerys. And we're going to see her brother and all that stuff. So this is going to be pretty cool. We'll get to see more dragons in there. At least that's what I'm assuming. Um, but yeah, well, it'll be nice to see uh, the work of, what is it, George R. R. Martin come back. Maybe we'll get another... Uh, Hit like Game of Thrones. Moving on, Blade has been pushed back to 2022. Blade, uh, the Marvel's Blade, the series that started it all uh, with Wesley Snipes made uh, the first real trilogy. Um, it broke way records on the box office. Um, was going to be right b- brought back with Mahershala Ali, and we do not know. I mean. It's being postponed because of this pandemic. So let's just wait and see. I thought this movie was already being shot. I don't know. Um, but yeah, 2022. Moving on. J.J. Abrams will not be directing the new Superman film. They are looking for a black director. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Tom. It's spelled T-O-N-E-S. But the way they pronounced it was Tom something. Coates will be writing the script. And I will... and. Will be, I'm sorry, and will be set in the 20th century, or they believe it's going to be set in the 20th century. They are also attempting at starting a new tone in the film. Little will be left for the Snyderverse. So I did speak about the Snyderverse easily being pushed out, but yes, they are trying to get a new director who will be able to, you know, being that Superman is going to be black now, they want to get a director that's, um, you know, same color tone and and feels, you know, kind of like if you're doing a Wonder Woman movie, a Wonder Woman movie, which you are, which they did, you would want to get a female so you can get the female aspect of things. Moving on, Mads Mikkelsen's loves the Indiana Jones five scripts, um, and obviously we all know that Mads Mikkelsen is going to be in this uh, Indiana Jones five. We also saw him in um, Hannibal, the TV series. So let's just wait and see what happens. Moving on, does Hugh Jackman really want to appear on Deadpool three as who Wolverine or himself? Um, it would have been awesome if Logan LeBeau would have been here. He had a dope synopsis for Hugh Jackman being in the movie. Really funny. Um, but yeah, from what I understand, he wants to be in the movie. So that would be cool. Moving on. Joker sequel still being talked about. Um, do we need a Joker sequel? I mean, we don't really need anything until we see it and we realize that we needed it. Uh, moving on. May 6th would have been... The 10-year anniversary of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 4, if it would have happened. Um, I think that Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi had run run their course. Um, the movies that came afterwards were actually 
movies that were amazing. And um, yeah, it's they started it all, but whatever. Black Widow and Doctor Strange 2 were set to come out today. Um, but then again, the, the dates were changed a lot, so I don't know how they're going by that, but whatever. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 might be the end of tracks. And is this also the end of James Gunn, which I already stated earlier. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, how will we feel to see these characters either die or just move on? Jupiter's Legacy has gotten bad reviews, which I read, which I stated earlier. Now that's now that it's out on Netflix stating it's overstuffed. So supposedly it's too overstuffed with stuff. You get me? <laughs> um, and this is a TV series, so, I mean, I don't know how you can overstuff something. And finally, in the last bit of news, uh, Logan Paul and Mayweather conflict seems to be have been staged. I don't know. They were going at each other uh, for what it looked like. And then all of a sudden, Logan Paul, like a big ass kid, comes and says, got your hat and runs away. And for what it looks like, they were like, you know, wrestling with each other or whatever the case may be. I don't know. Um, but that has been the end of my news. I'm going to go right into my reviews and then we'll call it a night, guys. So I'm going right into my reviews. Um, obviously, last the last two weeks ago, we're doing only five from what I understand. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll squeeze in a couple more reviews here because, you know, obviously this is kind of like a short show here. But yes, I was doing a couple of marathons. Obviously, I finished off my Godzilla marathon with Godzilla versus Kong. You know, I went through 40 something movies um, trying to what, look at the history of all these movies. So I can, you know, I could just, you know, I always feel that by watching the history of something, you've, you, you appreciate it that much more. So obviously when I got to Godzilla versus Khan, I was pretty well versed in the Godzilla, um, or the monster verse or the kaiju verse. Uh, so this movie, the epic next chapter in the cinematic cinematic monster verse pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against one another, the fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong with humanity caught in the balance. So obviously this movie is about Kong finding um, this new world and humans wanting to explore this new world uh, to find this specific type of stone from what I believe and um, as they capture Kong from his original home, which is Skull Island, um, they are, they put him to this monarch facility where they need to transfer him from there to the base in Antarctica, but they have to ship him. And obviously Godzilla, it's, it's almost like the story of Highlander. There can be only one. Godzilla wants to put all monsters under submission, making him the king. So obviously he goes up against Kong. Kong and him go through three big brawls. Uh, Finally, we find out there's a secret kaiju in this film and we explore more into it. This is by far the shortest of all the the MonsterVerse movies, um, but it was the best, one of the best. Um, and because of it, we are, they have greenlit our next part. So let's just wait and see. And I also had started a Mortal Kombat um, marathon last, uh, the last entries. And I finally, finally finished it with Mortal Kombat 2021. MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the battles, the enemies of Outworld in a high stakes battle for the universe. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole, you know, talking about this movie because we spoke about it last podcast. If you're interested to knowing what we thought, you could definitely take a look at last podcast. Um, I was also, you know, I'm still on the MCU marathon with a friend of mine. Um, we watched Thor the Dark World. When the Dark Elves attempt to plunge the universe into darkness, Thor must embark on a perilous and personal journey that will reunite him with the Doctor Jane Foster. Obviously, this is a sequel to the original uh, Thor. It is, um, you know, 
known as one of the movies of the MCU. Uh, I don't really have to talk much about this. Uh, you know, Dark Elves come to take the ether, and Thor has to literally destroy the ether or and destroy Dark Elf. Obviously, we know that the ether eventually becomes one of the um, you know the Infinity Stones, which ends up on Thanos's arm or hand glove. Um, good movie, definitely go check it out. It's on Disney Plus. Moving on to Bad Trip, this mix of scripted, uh, this mix of a scripted buddy comedy road movie and a real hidden camera prank show follows the outrageous misadventures of two buds stuck in a rut who embark on a cross country road trip to New York City. The storyline sets up a shocking, up shocking real pranks. So, um. This movie was laugh out loud riot type stuff. It's it's along the lines of uh, you know, um, you know those uh, what's that called? Uh, the, oh my god, the the pranksters, the whatever. It's it's a prank show. Like so, these guys set themselves up in this real world, real rich world desk type situations, and then they pull pranks on people, um, and it's just hilariously funny, um, it, it, it blew my mind watching this movie, it's on Netflix right now, it's, uh, it's just out there, you know, um, yeah, I was looking for it, it was along the lines of impractical jokers, like, they set up a whole thing, use real people, and they do jokes on them, and it's just really laugh out right funny. So it's on Netflix right now. I believe the guy's name is um, Andre something. Tiffany Haddish is also inside the movie. It's it was supposed to come out of the theaters. Unfortunately, pandemic didn't allow it, so it was released on Netflix. Um, I decided to watch this Batman behind the scenes of the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, really good uh, trilogy, uh, what's it called, documentary on all three films done by Christopher Nolan. And obviously, um, it's such a freaking awesome story behind all the movies. Warner Brothers has posted, it's the fire rises, the creation, and the impact of the Dark Knight trilogy on YouTube. A lengthy doc, doc, doco? which is docu documentary on the trilogy. There's some fun VFX shots and behind-the-scenes material here, including a few pieces of Two-Face test footage. Uh, best part was, you know, obviously knowing about the late Heath Ledger and what he did with, you know, the role of the Joker. Um, well, I'll do two more and then call it quits and then we move on to, uh, to say goodbye. Uh, Netflix, I saw The Irregulars. Show started really slow, didn't really like it at the beginning. I got into, not, not into an argument, but discussion with Logan LeBeau. He said the show was great. Thought it was started off kind of slow, but it ended up really good. Uh, set in a Victorian London, set in Victorian London, the series follows a gang of troubled street teens who are manipulated into solving crimes for the sinister Dr. Watson and his mysterious business partner, the elusive Sherlock Holmes. So, yes, it's. It, I'm just surprised that a lot of these shows are always, you know, diving into the the macabre and, and, and the satanic and the rituals and stuff. And that's what this show was touching on, a lot of ritualistic things so i mean it's just whatever um i finished off doctor who season 10 it is it consisted of five serials 26 episodes william hartnell returned in a cameo as the first doctor and patrick troughton in more substantial role as the second doctor in the three doctors this story marked the end of the doctors exile on earth joe grant left this season becoming the first companion to appear for three complete seasons so yes um i had started this season midway i stopped to do my my um Marathons on Godzilla and Mortal Kombat. And finally, finished it. Um, yeah, you know what? I'll continue. <laughs> uh, 
I also finished Doctor Who Season 11. Now I'm on Season 12. It consisted of five serials and 26 episodes. It was John Pertwee's final season as a Doctor and included, very briefly, the first appearance of Tom Baker as the fourth Doctor. The Time Warrior... The season opener introduced Sarah Jane Smith, who was a frequently featured character on the Doctor Who universe decades after her departure in season 14. The same story also for the first time named the Doctor's homeworld as Gallifrey. So I finally know where the Time Lords come from, the planet Gallifrey. This one was actually a little more entertaining than all the other ones. It set up uh, Tom Baker's, you know, as the new Doctor, which is the fourth Doctor. And he is in season 12. And I'm halfway through that season. So, it's cool. Um, I watched a couple of classic movies. Obviously, being that Mighty Ducks the Game Changers is out now on Disney+. Plus. We de- I decided to watch the Mighty Ducks trilogy with uh, Gus J. Swallow 777. Uh, the Mighty Ducks, a self-centered Minnesota lawyer, is sentenced to com- community service coaching a ragtag youth hockey team. So I saw this movie back when I was way younger. Um, and I... It's funny because I saw uh, part two before I saw part one. Didn't really like part one as much, but it was okay. Part two was my favorite. The Mighty Ducks 2, Cam Gordon's team win the Junior Goodwill Games in California in spite of all the setbacks. Um, This is the first time that you see the Anaheim Mighty Ducks logo on their jerseys, which was really, really dope. Um, I think two years later, it came out the Mighty Ducks 3. Uh, the unruly team of hockey misfits grows up a bit and receives scholarships to a prestigious prep school where they uh, take on the snotty varsity team. Now, this one, I remember seeing this one in the theaters. I, I loved it from what I remember, but... Um, uh, this is where it all ended. And then, what, how many years later? Till Mighty Ducks game changes. I would have loved to see them go to college and stuff like that. But unfortunately, we didn't get that. Uh, but now we got game changes. And a lot of the Mighty Ducks came back for the most recent episodes. Um, last, uh, what was it, last, a couple of days ago, no, last week, my boss at work told me about this movie called Vision Quest, which was an 80s film that... Um, you know, he was saying that it was awesome. So it's kind of like a Rocky, you know, underdog type story. Um, what I didn't know is that it had a love story in it. And that's what made me like the movie more. It was called Vision Quest. A high school wrestler in Spokane, Washington, has trouble focusing on his training regime when a beautiful young drifter takes up temporary residence at his home. Um, everybody has this type of fantasy, especially when you're a young guy, um, of a stranger or meeting a beautiful older woman and being able to, you know, have a relationship with and all that stuff. Uh, this is what this movie consisted of. Guy focusing on wrestling meets this beautiful woman, starts to lose interest in wrestling because he wants to fall in love with her. She ends up leaving him because she doesn't want him to literally forget about his plans on life. He, you know, she comes for one last, you know, motivational speech. He gets pissed off at her. She's able to help him out. He does this thing and then he moves on with his life. The movie was really good. Romeo and Juliet, as they say. Uh, really good story. <clears throat> Um, I also saw 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street. A pair of underachieving cops are sent back to a local high school to blend in and bring down a synthetic drug ring. Now, this movie really, really did it for me when it came to Channing Tatum becoming a comedy genius. Oh, my God. Made me laugh so hard. And he came back with 22 Jump Street after making their way through high school twice. Big changes are in store for Officers Schmidt and Jenko when they go deep undercover in a local college. Um, this one was really funny. wasn't as funny as the original, but I would have thought that they would have been by, uh, you know, 
25 Jump Street already or 26 Jump Street because 22 Jump Street was really, really good. Um, then later on, I found out that supposedly they were talking about making a crossover with Men in Black. It was going to be called Men, MIB 22. I don't know. Then later on, I found out that they were actually doing a spinoff with females. I don't know. So right now, I'm just waiting on to see, you know, what's next. Um, just finished watching an amazing series on Amazon Prime, Utopia, a group of young adults who meet online, get a hold of a cult underground graphic novel, which is not only pins, which not only pins them as target of a shadowy deep state organization, but also burdens them with the dangerous task of saving the world. Um, I am so blown away that this thing got canceled. Such an amazing series. Um, <clears throat> like I said, it's a group of nerds following this uh, uh, comic book called Dystopia, uh, which literally finds, uh, if you ask from what the show tells you, you look into the series, you find out that there's actual um, codes and hints at natural disasters that happen in, you know, in the past. So the show starts, guy goes into the house, his uncle or whatever, he finds uh, a comic book. I guess his uncle passed away or whatever, I forget. Um, but he finds a comic book of uh, called Utopia. And this is the next one in the series of dystopia of the comic book series. So he knows that there's big money in this. So he decides to put it up for auction. And um, nerds who really, really want this, they go and they have to put a bid and obviously, you know, win the, the comic book. But it turns out that all the stuff is true. There's hidden clues in there of stuff that's going to happen in the future, um, like a unknown vi flu virus that's going on, uh, a vaccine that hasn't been tested on, uh, you know, hasn't gone through the, uh, the, the tests that it needs to before they inject it in people. And um, such a uh, an amazing show, and it seems to be... Touching on a lot of serious stuff, especially stuff that's happening today. So I, that's I figured that's why they canceled it because it touched on real stuff. So, um, but the show is amazing. It is on Amazon Prime right now. The only season, which is eight episodes. Check it out. Amazing, amazing series. And right now I'm about to finish off the last episode of Raised by Wolves, which is on HBO Max right now. Centers on two androids, father and mother, tasked with raising human children on Kepler 22B after the Earth was destroyed by a great war. <clears throat> As the burgeoning colony of humans threatens to be torn apart by religious differences, the androids learn that controlling the beliefs of humans is a treacherous and difficult task. This, uh, I remember seeing the trailer to this and thinking this looked pretty cool. Now, it is a good show, but it's very confusing. Um, like, like it says, it's about holding back people from believing in certain things or religious beliefs. Um, but it's there. I'm very into the whole robotic thing. So I really like this show, you know, seeing the synthetics and the robots moving around, trying to interact with humanity and all that stuff. Um, I'll, I guess I, I'm going to finish the last episode. Um, it's on Netflix. It's on HBO Max right now if you want to take a look at it. Um, and that will bring our show to a close. You guys have a great night. Um, you know, I am Dave D. Saint. You can find me on all the major hashtags, uh, social medias, uh, David, Dave D. Saints or David underscore, Dave underscore. D underscore Saints or David Santiago, you'll find me that way anyway. If you want to play video games with me, I <coughs> excuse me. Ooh, I've been talking for a lot. My throat is dry. You can find me if you want to play video games with me. You can find me under Ariel Dean eighty one. I repeat, Ariel, as in Ariel from Under the Sea, Little Mermaid. Dean, as in James Dean. 81, obviously the number 81. And just like Gus J. Soil 77 usually says, take care, man.